today on Bell and the Birdman. John hates this new fun. Jesus Christ. Also, the Eagles signed a safety that everyone screwed up his first name. Plus, we have so many fun announcements coming up on this show. But first, Taylor, hit the music. Hello, everybody. We are back. It is Bell and the Birdman. I am John Barchin, of course, with my lovely co-host, Vince Quinn, Taylor Cardatis, uh, running all the technical stuff uh, behind the glass. And, and this is, uh, there's no glass here anymore. That's why I can't, I can't say that anymore. But I did think of this. Do we ever put Taylor on camera? Or because we've gone so long without really Taylor's beautiful face, like, do we just put a... A, uh, a like a Muppet or like a I think we discussed like a stepbrother's picture where that's the only way you see Taylor is that way or like you show up to where we're at the tailgate or something like that. Wizard, like, Wizard of Oz style. Wizard of Oz style. There yeah. you go. I, <laughs> I like that. I could get down with that. Yeah. It yeah. Felt like I mean, look, if you tease me with the idea of creating a Muppet and having it be a part of the show, <laughs> I'm going to say yes. You can't expect me to say no to that. Yes. Uh, how are you feeling, by the way? Uh, you are, by the way, not 10 at all for being at the beach for a week. What's up with that? I worked. I worked at the beach. That's what I did. I sat in the, I the don't house. I you work. You hang out. You got to find some sun somewhere, right? I, I went Coming to the- back all pale. And- What's his last name? Quinn. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I went to the <laughs> beach for about- for, I was there for a week, and I would get there for maybe hour, hour and a half, two or three times I, I got down there. So okay. I, I did that. I went for a walk for four miles in the sun when I was hung over as shit. That was a disaster. Uh, so I was outside a little bit. All right. It's just I was I was working. We're not, right. We can't go on vacation yet. I'm going to I'm going to uh, actually pull my hoodie off at, at some point during the show. So make sure you subscribe to YouTube if you're listening on the podcast. You're going to ma- uh, miss out on some spectacular things, including the Eagles, while we're all sleeping, decided to just change the font of, uh, of, of well, like, what, 1995 font, I think? It's yeah, been 95, 96. But, like, if you're going to change a font, Vince Quinn, please don't pick it out of Microsoft Word's endless use of fonts and then just stick it on there because that's what it looks like. The Eagles are now officially the Jets. Congratulations on the modern look of looking like the Rams, the Falcons, and everybody else, and having zero creativity whatsoever with your jerseys. And I guess this is what we have to do if we want a little bit of Kelly Green in our lives. we got to deal with this really stupid, awful font. Yeah, uh, that's the, it. It looks like a like a third grader went into Wingdings. And was like, yeah, that looks great. And by the way, thank you very much, Julian Laurie, Vince Quinn, who loves you very much. You've done a poor job. I'm putting this on you. This is totally his call. Bullshit. His first, that's why he wasn't mentioned in the in the press release when they were talking about like all the different uh, scouting people that got promoted and new jobs. Julian Laurie at 27 years old made the call on this. I feel it in my bones. I'm blaming him and I blame you, Vince. You are out of your goddamn mind. Okay. You are a crazy person. Like, yeah, yes, yes. (laughs) Uh, Look, here's what happened. Like you said, the jets and their font, the Patriots, the lions, the Jaguars, it's all the same. There was a, there was a time in Futurama. They have this episode where two guys are running for president. One is Jack Johnson. The other is John Jackson. That's what 
this is, okay? It's it's all the same. They're looking for uniformity because the NFL is big and bad and powerful, and so they're boring. They're not going to take risks anymore. In places where they don't have to do it, you got one marketing department to go, all right, do it with the Eagles now. All right, do it with <laughs> Dallas now. Like That's just what it is. So it's fucking lazy. I agree. It's not inspiring. But here's what I'm going to say is the more that I've looked at the old logo, First off, the older it looks. Don't do it. Oh, man. It looks... It, no, it, it's 96, not... 96, by the way. Yeah, it was 96. Thank yeah. you. Sorry. It's, it's not horribly out of date yet. It's not. But I looked at it, and then I saw the new one, and not that the new one's better, but I was like, well, yeah, I mean, that one does look a little old. But, but here's the biggest thing, John. This is the number one important thing that people need to take away from this. The Eagles are wearing Kelly Green in 2024. Hell yeah, they are. That is their primary. <laughs> that is the you primary. Think that's the primary? That is the primary in 2024, I'm telling you right now. I don't know how to feel about this because I want to be excited about that potential. And I know you're you're probably not as excited about the Kelly Green as I am, but man, that's just I don't it doesn't look good. I don't know what to say. What do say. you mean it you doesn't look the good? Fucking Kelly Green, it doesn't look good. The, like the it's, it's such a bothersome on the and I believe Jeff McLean pointed this out that it won't be across the 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 crest of the chest on the jersey. Yeah. That font will not exist, right? No. So as long as that doesn't happen, then I think I'm I'm okay. But, like, it's a bad font, and they need to change it in two years. Well, so we forget no, about this. It's happening in 2024, <laughs> it, and that's why that's why I say all of this, okay? Because you, you got to think of process. It all starts with Zach Berman, who had a tweet the other day with all these changes, and what he said is that the, the new font isn't going to be on the jersey until then. Well, why? Because it's built for Kelly Green, and that's what they're going to do. Like, they're, they're transitioning for it now because it takes time. you got to think about this. You're an organization, right? You're a multi-billion dollar entity. Everything I that can you totally own relate to that, by has way. to change. Yes, <laughs> give us a couple of years. Uh, but, like, you got to change the seats in the stadium, potentially. All the other signage that you've got in the stadium, your pro shop, every gear piece of gear that you sell needs to get done in a new skin. Yeah. And, and here's sure. the other problem with this, and this is the biggest thing and why I believe it's going to take all this time in 2024, because even though Kelly Green is next year in 2023... Nike couldn't get their jerseys right when this started. They couldn't get the color right. They still don't have it right. Yeah. I was talking with somebody earlier today. Shout out to Nick. And, and he was saying that, yeah, when you go into the store and you see the jersey on the field, it's a different color. They, you, you can't have that. So when you're a professional organization and you're changing over your branding, your identity, your primary color, it's got to look good. They've got to believe that Nike can execute this as an alternate. Once they see it as an alternate, and it looks good. They try that for a year. They go, great. Now let's start building it out, and that's going to be the new thing. But that's where this is all going because the number one reason why they got rid of that logo is because there's midnight green in it. So unless you're going to redo that logo and have it twice with Kelly Green and Midnight, you might as well just change the yeah, damn logo. You're, you're pulling the goalposts to the other side here. It's not as if, like, yes, does it need an update? Of course it does. Sure, especially if you're going to Kelly Green. Yes. Yeah. Who gives it? I don't give a shit about what the organization has to do to prepare to get into Kelly Green. Choose the right fucking font, and you didn't. That's the that's the point. The arrow, boom, way off the bullseye. It's not even a thought to it of just like, yeah, that is... That's good enough. They didn't even ask a kid from Philly to be like, hey, you want to get a crack at this? Like, I would have done a community thing. I would have done something to, like, if you're going to do a monumental change, something you haven't changed since 1996, 
make it a part of the fan base. They just did it quick in the night, almost on a news dump, but not so, like, you know, they didn't like this. You want to know why they didn't like this? They announced it on a Thursday, which is basically a Friday. And they're like, <laughs> yep, nope. And on uh, before uh, freaking uh, Father's Day weekend and Juneteenth, right? No one's going to remember this now. That's why I'm bringing it up on a Tuesday, everybody, because we got to remember that was horrible. You were talking about how this is a golden age franchise, and that's your choice? That lettering is your choice? Fuck you guys. What? Is, where is this? I'm telling you, it's so, so irrationally dumb in the middle of summer as we're celebrating it, and I get it. I am irrationally pissed off at this spot. And everybody just went, ah, it's fine. Shut up. You'll be okay. And now there's all this PR explanation of why we should be okay with it. I'm not okay with it, Philadelphia Eagles people. Fix it. It's so bad. It's boring. Yes, the NFL is a fucking boring organization. They're not exciting risk takers <sighs> anymore. And you know what? I agree with you. Like, look, I went on Reddit after the, the logo got made. And what happened over the next two or three days? Every graphic designer that exists on Twitter and Reddit all did their own versions of the logo. Made and they're it better. all better. Exactly. They're, no, they're all better. I mean, this, this is totally the NFL being lazy as shit. They've got one department somewhere or one outlet that they hired that's just making all of these and making them as simple as possible. It's just what it is. I think it is a laziness from the NFL, and that's why they wouldn't be inspired about this. It's not their choice, really. It's just like, here's this basic thing. All right, it doesn't suck. It's what everybody else has. It it's passes, easy for us. And it won't make anybody upset. So all it print is. it. They're trying to print money. But look, they didn't change the logo yet. You know, like, yeah, I, you said, yeah, yes, exactly. I that's agree. coming too. It is. But it, okay, that doesn't mean they blew it yet. I'll see They're what going they do. If they Dude, blow if the logo, their... I'll be pissed. All right. If they blow the logo, I'll be pissed. They changed the word mark. I don't really give a fuck. It's going to look fine with Kelly Green. It looks Everything's going to be like shit. It looks fine. Kelly, midnight, red, blue, no. orange, black, and yellow. It looks terrible. It's boring. It's not, it's not boring. bad. It's, it's boring. That it's the same thing. No, it's not. <laughs> it's there, there are different things. It's something, something being boring and actively bad are different. It's not hideous. It's not an eyesore. It's not the worst thing you've ever seen. It's uh, it's plain Jane, as they like to say. Oh, man, if they say like, that anymore, I don't know. This is like a Hydrox Oreos discussion. Like this is a. <laughs> Yeah, like, this is brought to you by the, eating Tide Pods. It's, the, it's um, totally the same thing. It's fine. I'll, I'll get over it because the the color. Man, yes, I just, the color. The color's what matters. I want the Kelly when, Green uniforms. That's the great look. That's where it it's is. going. Our logos, Kelly I don't, Green. I don't disagree with that. However, this is the same shit that happens. We loved sports because of its fun, little quirky creativity things. I still pine for the 1989 Eagles logo because that's the best fucking one. You know what the best Sixers jersey was? The ones from 01. Give us what we want. It's not the best, but it's the most nostalgic. Give us what we want. I'm tired of like these kind of things, but I've got to put my mark on it. No, you fucking don't because you're going to be gone just like Chris Heck and everyone else that is in these franchises. Stop putting your mark on something that's traditional and awesome. Just give us what we want. You have they've No franchise has ever done that in the history of sports. Hey guys, we want this thing. Cool. We're going to make something completely different. Every time, every time, we can't just have Kelly Green with the old logo and the, a slightly updated 89 stuff. We've got to have some slap dick, awful font, and now Vince is telling me, be prepared. 
when the Eagles logo be changed, and I'll definitely be pissed about that too. Yeah, 2024 <laughs> is. I, I would bet they go Kelly Green. They update the logo because all the black in the logo is not the direction that they're going right now, and it's going to change. And <sighs> and that sucks. But by the way, for me. I love the 70s, like the 75 Vermeil era Eagles logo. That thing is fucking sick. Yeah, that I, would be cool, too. I love that logo. If they went back in that direction, I think that would totally work. But yeah, that that is the, t- the thing that sucks about this. You know what I like? Like the weird Orlando magic logos and uniforms with all the stars. And like, it's just it's weird. The the Vancouver Grizzlies, their old jerseys. Expansion back in the day. Te- you're talking about expansion teams like like ran- from the 90s? Yeah, like ran- yeah, because they were odd shots in the dark. Bold. And look at them now. They look great. And some of that stuff looks great. Some of it looks great. Some of it doesn't. And that's the tough thing, right? Like Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. So they start in Vancouver. They have this, this weird, crazy giant grizzly bear logo with a funky teal. And the franchise basically folds and moves to Memphis. Fine. (laughs) They update it. And now they have a newer slick logo with a different color scheme. And it looks really fucking good. Like sometimes teams nail this. It's just a question of the autonomy. The NBA is cool. Well, yes. The NFL is not cool. No. It is mass-produced shit. Like, that's why they don't have the fun college wear whatever you jersey you want on a, on a game day. That's amazing. That's fun. And they want to avoid that at all costs. I, I didn't know that, uh, you know, the franchise that sets the bar for everybody else would join them. I'll be irrationally upset. Are you? I don't know. I, I I feel like everybody's going, John, calm down, and I won't. 215-509-5833 is how you get a hold of us and text us. Um, uh, and by the way, I have been uh, drinking a lot of the uh, Liquid Death uh, Severed Lime, and I think it's the favorite of the summer, by the way. I'd like to declare that right now. Uh, between the mango, between the berry, this is the one I keep going back to at my local 7-Eleven, by the way. I've been going there more than uh, Wawa. Can't, and by the way, hot, hot take. Hot take. Hotter take. Seven Eleven coffee, pretty much the same as Wawa. Pretty much the same as Wawa. <laughs> okay, that wasn't where I was going. But okay, <laughs> bold, sure. bold stance. There we uh, go. Like their bold coffee. And mm. uh, I go in there because I can get Liquid Death there, or I can simply go to liquiddeath.com/bell and get my case shipped to me for free because that's why they love you. That's why they love the podcast. That's why they support the show. And uh, we've got a lot of great things coming up with them in the season and fun things like that. But. Uh, not only that, can you get uh, some excellent uh, water for the summer? And if you don't like the seltzer, of course, you can see uh, the uh, the wonderful flat can, 16.9 ounces of cold aluminum steel with uh, mountain water running through your veins. Ladies and gentlemen, I promised you I'd take my shirt off if you were watching on YouTube. Oh, baby. For those of you on the podcast. Sweatshirt. Uh, yeah. Sweat, what did I say? Aw. Your shirt. Oh, my shirt. Yeah. I, I'm taking off this because I've got something exciting to show you. Ladies and gentlemen. We're going to a new era. Welcome to Bell and the Birdman t-shirts finally Yay! being here. Hey! Let's go. We did it. We did it. We uh they uh, we didn't get the uh the medium for uh for for Vince Quinn there but uh, he's got a a nice XL of uh, of the gray there. Yeah, I'll, Taylor's I'll gonna show be this off. That. Well, th- yeah, this will be Taylor's shirt, but we'll uh we'll show the people <laughs> what it looks like. So it looks good. It looks beautiful. Looks really man. good. Um, a shout out to Drew uh, for uh, getting these ready. We will have some info on when you can get these as well. Uh, but just keep your eyes on the prize at bellnabirdman.com. And so excited to start giving these away uh, as uh, much as possible. Um, the Eagles, although despite uh, you know my <laughs> my my hate of uh, the the new logo and the new font and whatever, 
There is a new safety in town. Ooh, I like this. I like that uh, Vince Thank Quinn's now trying to put the T-shirt mounted beautifully on the mic stand there and like have go. it displayed Yay. all the time. Hey, look at that. All I right. like that. I like that very much. Uh, I also like, I'm going to screw his name up because I, I've heard it pronounced three ways. Yes. Jaqueski? Jaqueski? Anybody have a... Uh, Oh, I, it's funny because neither of those are the two that I've I've heard, which is uh, Jaquiski is what I've seen. Jaquiski. What okay. I've heard the most because I actually because I was like, I, I have no idea. Uh, Jaquaski oh, is what I've heard from people who cover the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. It's Jaquaski. I've watched some videos on that. Well, Jaquaski Tart, a, a very maligned, debated, I would say, safety in San Francisco. And of course, it doesn't help when you drop an interception that could probably have beaten the Rams and took a Jimmy G to the Super Bowl this year. But outside of that, uh, I think the Eagles got a very good quality safety. And if I had to describe him to you, I look at him and I look at he's Ronald Darby. Like he is a guy that should be way better than he is in his skill set, has phenomenal tracking skills, I think puts a lot of pressure on where he needs to in zone coverage. A lot of San Francisco 49ers people I talked to said like nothing really beats him deep. Him and Anthony Harris's skill sets are very similar. Uh, body and weight also very similar in in that regard. But I mean, it's up and down. The the, the obvious freaking boring take is you're a DB for a reason, and that's why you're not a wide receiver. So first and foremost, that happens. But you know, I I'm down with that. I'm I like a safety who can come out and make plays and has the range to do so and has the ability to look like a Pro Bowler sometimes. But you know, this is kind of like. Is it my wife or is it my my mother-in-law? Like, it's, it's, which one is it? And most of the time, I feel like San Francisco fans look and go, that's my mother-in-law, that's not my wife. And we're kind of having this vibe of like, oh, here it comes. Here comes Tarts, and he's going to be this this beautiful, new, shiny safety. And I, I don't think that's what this is. This is just an opportunity for a guy to prove that San Francisco fucked him up a little bit. Um, Injury-prone-ish. But uh, I, I really like this signing overall. I think it's much better than what they had in uh, in their uh, backfield. Yeah, I'm I'm so confused by the mother-in-law or my wife. It's the thing. most famous painting in the world. The guy draws a painting, and you either see your mother-in-law, an old woman, or you see a beautiful young woman. Like it's kind of like like the dress. Which, which way is this? All That's right. how he describes Sam, Sam Bradford as well. Is it the mother-in-law or is it the wife? And it was the mother-in-law. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the font sucks on that painting. Um, now, uh, when it when it goes to Jaquaski Tart, here, here's my thing. Because first off, He's competition, right? I, I don't see him as a guy that's a clear-cut starter at any position. I, I really don't believe it. Bet. It, it. He's not clear-cut. It's a competition. It just is. They signed him in the for middle of who? June. They signed him in the middle of June for, for nothing. Who? For Harris and Epps. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tart's better than both what? of them. He started in San Francisco for a while. He's been hurt a ton. His biggest thing is, I mean, every highlight I see is him laying people out. That's yeah. that's if the, his big skill set is he's a physical in-the-box safety, he's competing. I, he might be a third guy that comes in in certain situations. And here's, here's where I'll get spicy for you, John. Here we go, baby. I love spice. Maybe he's a linebacker once in a while. You fuck I, yeah, I, right? Absolutely. Like, <laughs> I know. How it's, dare you? It's, there you go. That's <laughs> that's it. We're getting spicy with safeties playing linebacker and font takes. That's where we go. But like that's that's what I see him as. He is a yep. competing piece. He started in big games, so I like that. Right, San Francisco for him being there his whole career. He's a second round pick. He was a guy that people thought had talent. He did develop. He started for a long time. He's played in the Super Bowl. All that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. that's that's all well and good. It's good to have him in the locker room. You need 
professional depth here. So whether he starts, he's a third safety, whatever, it's better for the team. They need it there desperately because they didn't draft Kyle Hamilton. Now, there you go. So so with all of that being the case. Can't wait for him to be bad. Yeah, me too. It's going to be my favorite thing. It's going to be so it's good. Gonna, I feel so bad because he didn't do anything wrong to us, but nope. it's Vince nope. Quinn's fault. No, yep. no, 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 no. He's hitting the Pro Bowl this year. You're welcome. Uh, so with all that stuff, yeah, CFL, it's, yeah. It's, it's a low-risk signing. It's the kind of guy that you bring in. This is a nice rounding out the roster move. It's just a, it's a nice safe play. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if he gets hurt, who cares? You sign him for nothing. It's a one-year deal. It doesn't matter. The competition is between Epps and Kayvon Wallace, whose names don't appear to shoot out of our mouth at any given time. They are fighting for safety number three. If anyone thinks Harris or Tart is not going to start, you are on Vince Quinn drugs right now because, like, they're in the pineapple. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I understand that when a coach vehemently says, we believe in Marcus Epps, and, you know, he's going to be here to... To, to do whatever like I hey, Wentz is still here right it's the same thing as saying <laughs> Jalen Hurts is our guy because we couldn't get Russell Wilson it's the same thing yeah so like I, it I is. there is no way that either one of these guys are not starting unless they're not healthy going into the season they are your starting safeties for your Philadelphia Eagles and that is a great thing like if that's the final piece of starters that has to uh round out what they've done with Bradbury and like all the stuff we had we had mentioned on like you have to get a Kyle Hamilton. You've got to go get a honey badger. I will take Tart and Bradbury cheap on a one year deal, punt it down the road, see where Anthony Harris is not gonna Well, here's my thing. Here's the only thing I'll say. I don't think Anthony Harris is gonna be particularly good this year. <laughs> so week six or seven, yes, the, we might see Epps there. We might see Kayvon Wallace there. I, I don't know, but I I really like the defense a lot now keeps getting better. Like every, it feels like every, every two weeks we just got to wait. And there's just a, another little piece there. There's some depth to be traded as we're uh, desperately waiting for training camp to start and all that. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, look, you're changing things over. You want people that fit what you're trying to do, the way they've turned this whole thing around in a year, essentially. Yeah, I mean, look, it's pretty impressive, and I'm actually excited for this defense to see what they can do, where before I just thought Gannon sucked. Uh, so, <laughs> Well, don't you think that that's what they – I mean, it also kind of another check mark for the aggressiveness factor and what we think this defense is going to do, right? Like – uh, Tart's good in coverage, but like you mentioned, he's a banger too. Most of these guys have that hybrid role. Everybody in their defensive backfield almost kind of feels like that now too. So I hope we're really right about that. And like this feels more Jim Johnson via however Jonathan Gannon is envisioning that with this. I, I, I like. I'm just excited to see what it is. We know what the offense is going to be for the most part. We have no clue what they're running on defense, nor did we last year. But uh, (laughs) uh, I'm really excited to see it, man. I think this is going to be a really fun training camp. And by the way, speaking of that, I know we kind of mentioned this in the offseason. There's no such thing as training camp battles anymore. There is. Why not? not, It doesn't happen. Why not? It's happening right now. Who's battling for a position right now? Right guard. Sayamalo and Driscoll. We talked about that like three weeks ago. Yes, that's a real battle right now. It's no, a it's starting not. offensive lineman. They're both going to be on the team. 
So right? one of them starts, so one of them does it. That's the inherent nature of the battle. Do you care about the battle? Yes, it's your starting right guard. I don't care about the yes, battle. Yes, it matters. We <laughs> well, talked one of about them's going to work out. People are throwing around cutting Sayamalo, and I went on a whole fucking riff about how it's ridiculous. <laughs> yes, I want him right? on the team. I want him to and I, I want him to look good, and I want him to compete. And if and for him, if Driscoll beats him, then I feel even better about Driscoll, and I was a big Driscoll guy last year. So yes, All I right. want to see that competition. We had somebody in the Discord. Really, I think really it was Taboo going off in the Discord. Somebody's trying to cut Greg Ward. Like me. All right, Greg. I'm, I'm the one trying to cut Greg. Greg Ward. So then are you anti right? Ward Hart. Anti right. Ward Hart. Uh, it's it's criminal. The criminal behavior against oh, Greg Ward oh. drives me completely insane, folks. It drives me crazy. So uh, respect to Greg Ward. But people want to see, like, all right, is Devin Allen or Covey or are any of those guys going to kick Gregor off the team because they're good enough? Like, I, they're small things, but they exist. They are real. You can't I say guess. a camp battle doesn't I'm exist. I'm saying. It doesn't really exist. Why like, not? That's just what the, do you mean? That's the outlier stuff. Like, it's just, who's going to be wide receiver five? Who cares? Well, four. it's really four on down. You, you have no idea. Yes, you do. A.J. Brown. Yes. Devontae Smith. Quez. No. Zach Pascal. Oh, well, Pascal's Quez. four. <laughs> pa- Pascal's four. Allen Smith or Ward. Ward. Ward? I don't think Ward's Ward? making it at all, by the way. He keeps hanging on. I, I'll believe it until somebody they else actually him. catches passes because he did it last year when they actually threw him the damn ball five times. How many? Do, yeah. Taylor, can you look up how many targets he had uh, last year? Sure. Look I think up, it might have been five. Look up that touchdown <laughs> he also had late in the season. Oh, and, that anyway. one touchdown. That's right. Well, when they finally Listen. threw him the ball after me spending weeks of going, hey, please throw Greg Ward the ball because your receivers suck and he's a professional. And they finally did that and he caught a touchdown and everybody was happy about it. I love Greg Ward, but he's not part of the air raid anymore. There's he's the everybody else's speed. Who isn't fast other than Zach Pascal? And he's still kind of fast. Anybody? Anybody well, come yeah. to your mind? No, Who's the I'll, slowest wide receiver on the Eagles. But now? can they play? They can't play. So so what what do we think his stats were? I think he is eight targets, four catches, one touchdown, under one eighty. Yeah, I was gonna say like three catches, eighty five yards and a touchdown. Uh, 11 targets, 7 reps, 95 yards, and 3 touchdowns. Wow! Touchdowns! Respect my man! Go line, go line, go line, Greg Ward. There you go. Respect my man. See? there, Like, he can do that. So, yes, he's not an air raid guy, but he's a competent receiver, and he can do the short-range stuff. 7 receptions. There's value in that. And a guy that runs a world record hurdle is going to take his job after being out of football for how many years? Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> he's, they are he's running races all bet, the time. Bet, uh, bet, 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 bet. That's practice squad. Yeah, practice squad is I definitely could, I would definitely see Devin Allen on the practice squad. Yeah, but right now he's he's not running routes. Like He's a, he's a returner. He's, he's running races, he's and re- I get that. He's but, a re- he can return the football, which Greg Ward can't. Well, ideally, he's fast. <laughs> Being fast doesn't mean you can he return can play the play special teams. Greg Ward is not going to be able to do Well, I guess that's not he's true. He's been be doing playing. that his whole career. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's a stupid statement by Is he mouth. faster than you? I guess we'll Greg find Ward out. Greg Ward is, yes. When are we racing, Devin Allen is not. I will kick Devin Allen's ass. We figured out when we're racing. So we gotta we gotta figure out some uh, All right. some things around that, but yes, yeah, so we're still racing. That's happening before the season. We want to yes. do this before the season. Yeah, yes. I think that's like a proper way to kick off the season. Yeah, maybe All that's right. our. I like it. Even though well, these don't exist now, but maybe this is our training camp battle. <laughs> yes, yeah, the training camp battle we actually care about. Who's faster, me or Vince? There I we like go. This very much. That works. Um, here's the thing. Uh, I I just you know in celebration of summer too, we have our pineapple of truth here. Um, I've got one more battle to fix with Vince Quinn <laughs> and you actually, too, because I 
I I really don't know what's going on here. But seriously, people prefer prefer pools to the ocean. Yes. Is that happening? Yes, it's happening everywhere. Why is this the thing? Have you been to the beach? Many times. Yeah. Have you been to By a pool? By the way, lakes are better than both. Just want to point that out. Lakes are number both two. Worlds. Lakes are number two <laughs> lakes behind Lakes are number pools. one for me, but pool, I, I, lake. Like, what's the, what's the, I don't understand the allure of a pool. You can have a pool out of anything. You can have a fancy cement one, a, a Hollywood Hills one, a literal blow up one in the back of uh-huh. your, uh, like, I'm not choosing any of those things over uh, you just w- told me you walked four miles on the beach and you would rather choose a pool over that? I walked four miles in a beach town walking on the beach. <laughs> not, I didn't spend uh, a lot of time walking on the beach. Part of the environment. All right. Fine. I, walked, I walked down the major road for four miles. So, yeah, it was a one lane road. Do at a pool party. What, do you I mean, mean? All you what do, can you do at a pool party? All you're doing is drink, drinking and swimming, and that's pretty much it. You can't what have like. What is wrong with that? Nothing. What is, how is that a bad thing? <laughs> what can you do at a? What else do you do at a beach party that is so different? Volleyball, football, cornhole, uh, sand, <laughs> sand. <laughs> there we go. I look. You've got an environment to look at. It's not your somebody's house. backyard. It's your house. A lot if of it's times. your pool in your like, house, it's a completely it's different a, discussion. If it's a house party, yeah, like you can you can get a pool, like you said, at your house. And what do you have? Oh, well, if somebody has a pool table, or you get those nice rental houses that have a pool table, you could do that you get the movie theater you can put games on you can have the barbecue you can do it right there i I gotta walk somewhere if i'm getting food i gotta bring it to the beach it can get covered in sand i'm sitting here oh no yes i don't yeah he's the anti-sand i am massively anti-sand how do you feel about bringing food camping then if you don't like it bring it to the beach i mean uh, there's dirt everywhere vince yeah but it's right off the grill and into my face it's fine i'm not sitting there on a windy beach where it's whipping around and somebody's like oh let me uh dust off my towel and you get covered in sand again uh it's a Sand sucks. Salt water sucks, especially up here. If you're talking I, I about Cari- if you're talking about Caribbean Ocean, okay, Car- like, oh, oh right, I'm not going to compare this to like Aruba. That's not what I'm here to do. <laughs> but if you're going to, if you're talking about like Wildwood or somebody's pool, I'm going to the pool. Of course, you choose Wildwood. That's like, yeah, like Ocean City. Where I City, go, ocean I, mean, I, City, I go to North Wildwood Cape all May, the time. You know, well, Wild North Wildwood in the Crest, or where my family Florida, go? Any beach in Texas? Any beach in California? Like. Have you not been to many beaches? I think this is this. Is where we're getting to the crux I've of this thing. I've been to here. Aruba. I've been. That's what I'm saying. I'm not comparing to Aruba. How it's, many it's other clear beaches? Water and outs- it's actually warm. Aruba and Wildwood. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the Outer Banks. Yes. Oh, and the Outer Banks. All right. So three beaches you've been to in your entire life. No, I mean I've been to. I don't know. I, I don't care. I, I I when I go to the beach, like saying. a lot of time when I go to the beach, if it like family vacations and all that stuff, because we used to go to the Outer Banks like every year, but. I would go fishing. Like I'd go on the pier. I would cast out, hang out on the pier. That's what I did. I, mean, I, I like that's just it's more interesting. It's more fun to me. I hate salt water. Everything the weird the weird feel on your. How do you skin. hate salt water and love cor? Uh, I can't even say it. Corley. What's the chemical? I couldn't spell it for sure. I, I was going to. I, I was trying to spell it this morning in a Google search when we started yelling at each other yeah. about this. And I went to Google chlorine, and I couldn't spell it at all. And Google couldn't even recognize what I was trying to say. I really botched it. It was great. So but, on this day of summer, Vince Quinn would le- rather have chlorine in his eyes and not dance and enjoy the saltwater oceans of Moana, and you know. You, you said Moana. Yeah. That, that gets into my. That's a place in my heart. I love that movie. Oh, it's but, so good. But no, I yeah, I would rather sit by a pool. You can lay in a beach chair. Same thing if you want to do tanning and all that. You can get a chair Dude, right next so, to the pool. So much I, healthier. So much healthier to do all this shit at the beach. Salt water is a natural cleanser, man. 
Like chlorine's just putting shit in your eyes for the and you're exhausted after a pool. Exhausted. It's a completely From different what? feeling. Once you're swimming around in there for hours in the afternoon, you can't do a fucking thing once it hits six thirty. Like you might as well just not use your legs or anything. I come right. home from a beach. I feel crispy. I want to drink. <laughs> I want to hang out. I want my whiskey glass. Like it's just such a better, better whole come on the way home type of feel. Because you haven't been wearing yourself out for four hours hanging out in the ocean. Because you could do that in the pool. Okay, like you can sit in the pool. You can have drinks. It's very casual. It's just fun. what I, I want. A fucking I, lot of people in a confined water space where I can ne- not. Li- my choices are get really close to somebody in water and almost drowned or. Be on concrete. Awesome. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is, what is this a, drowning risk okay, in a pool? Uh, uh, Vince has never been to a pool party. Has <laughs> anyone, Taylor, never been to a pool party? There's like a million people around me. Never been to Vegas when they're like having a pool party and there's DJs and all that other shit? It's horrifying. Horrifying to throw a big party at the pool. Either nobody's in the pool or there's too many people in the yep. pool. Yep, it's a yeah. disaster. Oh, well, I don't go to those parties. I like, I don't give a shit about a Vegas pool party. Those things are a total scam. Uh, <laughs> well, that's it, also true, too. It's like, hey, here's 80 bucks a drink. Enjoy this. Yeah, enjoy this crowded pool. I, <laughs> I, I don't want that. I, I have like 20 people over. You got the grill running. You got some yard games. You got the pool. If people are going in and, and shooting the shit in your living room, you got a game on. Like, that's a good way to be. Yep. I like that. When I'm at the beach, that's like... I, yeah, that's. I would rather do the pool stuff. What uh, What do you prefer? Two one five five zero nine fifty eight thirty three. Obviously, uh, please jump into the d- uh, Discord at uh, bellandthebirdman dot com. It was a very fiery morning, going back and forth with that. Uh, of course, check us out on social at Bell and the Bird, and tell us what you like to do during the summer because. We got some ideas, well, and we got a few things of our own coming yes, up in the next few we, days. We here. got one fun thing that's coming up here as something that I've wanted to do for a while, and I'm glad we get to do this. John, we're calling a soccer game. Hey, shout out to Casa Soccer. We are uh, going to be doing not just one game, but two games. Uh, at Penn if it doesn't rain tomorrow. Yeah, so we're going to see how that goes on Wednesday. And uh, for those of you that are Union fans by any chance, we're going to be at Subaru Park in their press box calling the championship games of uh, of the Casa Soccer League as well. I believe about 8,500 people are supposed to show up just for this whole event that runs from like 2 p.m. until like 10 p.m., which is amazing. You get a Union game uh, in between. And uh, that's pretty pretty awesome. You get to hear, uh, was it Kevin Casey? Get to uh, the PA announcer over there. Uh, bad guy goal and all that fun stuff. Love him. But uh, football is football, and that's part of our summer activity, at least for uh, June and July. So come in and hang out. Uh, we'll have some information on Um And other than that, tell us what you like to do for summer. Uh, we have got some other uh, fun things that are on their way here in the next couple of weeks, and we're excited to share those with you. Make sure you go to phillysportstrips.com and uh, buying your ticket to Washington. is uh, That is uh, also going to be coming up here. Man, like we have well, 82 days until we're in Detroit. It's crazy. And then like two weeks from there, we'll all be in Washington together. And, so it's and pretty Vince awesome. has said he's got about six full buses worth of people already. So yeah, like, it's piling up. If you didn't know already, our goal is to get a thousand people to FedEx Field. So we are way ahead of schedule, and we want to keep it that way. <laughs> uh, we're we're almost, I think, at five to six hundred. We're getting into that range. That's where those six buses tend to fill up. We're still talking. There's going to be some theme buses along on this trip as well. Maybe there's a Bell and the Birdman bus. Maybe there's 
you know, a certain, I don't know, water company that's joining us. Maybe there's uh, some other alcoholic beverages. Our friends over at New Belgium Brewing are going to send us some beers. So we really like uh, where everything is going. Plus, our good friend Allison, who we are going to be doing a uh, preseason uh, watch party at her house because she's got an amazing fan cave. We'll tell you all about that later. Might be making jello shots as well. So, like, <laughs> so. it's just a, it's turning into one big, huge tailgate block party bus trip. And we want you there. Go to phillysportstrips.com. Let them know Bell and the Bird sent you. Vince Quinn, anything to add before we say goodbye? No, finish my pineapple. <laughs> I'm good. Happy summer, everybody. We'll see you soon. Okay, bye. <laughs>